Good morning and welcome to RC Expert, a daily series from 8.30 till 9am, which helps small businesses. Um, ask any questions in the comments or hashtag QBATE on Twitter. If you need any advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24-7. During the live session, we'll be running a poll, so please do engage with it, and I'll share the results at the end. Um, to start the show, we've got some exciting news. I'm thrilled to announce that RC Experts has won four Muse, Muse Awards, which is an international creative award. The team took home two gold and two silver awards, and on behalf of Intuit QuickBooks, I'd like to thank all our viewers and all the experts that have been on the show and supported and advised small business owners. So my name's Freddie. I am the founder of Stag Coffee in both Ashford and Canterbury. Um, we are a family business. We've been operating since uh, 2016. Um, when I say it's a family business, my grandfather's involved, my dad, my wife. Different members of the family have helped out here and there. Um, what is Stag Coffee? We're at coffee shops, um, restaurants, bars, pop-up venues. Um, back in 2016, we opened up Ashford. It's just a coffee shop doing coffee, cakes, and paninis. And over time, it's developed to getting our alcohol license, doing cooked food, we um, then started doing pop-up events, uh, so having like guest chefs doing themed evenings. And then in March 2019, we opened up our second unit, uh, Stag Coffee and Kitchen, which took everything we learnt from the Ashford experiment and uh, just built upon it. And we're much more of a restaurant um, and coffee shop in Canterbury. And yeah, before COVID, things were going well. Um, you know, with the second shop, uh, we were moving from strength to strength. Um, and COVID hit, and we had to uh, massively make changes for the beginning of lockdown. Um, so we switched to doing a grocery home delivery service where we were providing sort of fresh fruits and veg, dried goods, flowers, uh, toiletries, all of these different uh, things to local residents in the Ashford, Tenterton, Canterbury areas and everywhere in between. And we were at our peak delivering to about 40 households a day. And we had lots of uh, challenges with that we started taking orders via facebook messenger quickly discovered that was uh not a very efficient way of working so we worked with a company called delivery local to create our own ordering website platform where people could pay online and things were going very well we started bringing out our own range of ready meals which is something we have continued to do, uh, and I'll touch upon that shortly. Um, and um, as things went on with COVID and we could see the end of lockdown, we started gearing ourselves up to reopening the shops in 
new ways of socially distant seating and focus on takeaways. Um, and we had our challenges for certain. Um, we did try and maintain our groceries to the same level, but as supermarkets came back uh, with their super competitive prices, we were struggling to keep up with a competitive price. But there are certain aspects of it that we've managed to keep on going along, especially our vegan products and our ready meals. Um, but when the lockdown uh, ended, uh, we reopened our sites, um, having invested in those of PPE and uh, screens. And, you know, trade has been uh, slowly increasing over the past couple of months. We have been fairly proactive with uh, trying to build the business back up as a lot of people in hospitality and probably in other industries as well, you know, things are about 50% down, especially on our busier days. And the struggles we found is capacity. It all comes down to capacity in the shop, um, reduced seats. And we can't, uh, when we have like a reduced capacity of 30, the reality is uh, 30 is like absolute optimum we're more likely only going to get 20 and those 10 seats just get left empty because of social distancing. Um, but we've got a lot of plans for the future. Um, we're trying to make our best guess of what's going to happen in the next six months. And so we've started with our plans on um, focusing on our ready meals and vegan pr products. Um, We've linked up with a group called the Kent Food Hubs, um, which is an online uh, group of independent and small producers from Kent, and it's an online supermarket. Uh, so our products are on there as long as, along with other small producers, and people can shop there. And we've signed up our shops um, to be a collection point as well. Um, and it's a good way for us to sort of get the name of our shop out. It increases more customers coming into the shop um, because they're coming to collect their um, sh supermarket shopping. So it's a good way for us to uh, raise our awareness of our shop. We're also looking at um, how we can further develop our ready meals and work with a delivery partner like DPD to start delivering our frozen ready meals nationwide, which is quite an exciting thing to do. In stores, we're doing things like redeveloping our menus. So Astra's just had a relaunch of a new menu. Canterbury will have a new menu in two weeks. And we'll also be extending our opening times on certain days to try and counter the, the limitations of capacity by hopefully having a, a second rush for a dinner rush or something like that um other things we're doing as well we're uh, applying for staff through the new kickstart scheme uh, which is the government initiative where they will provide uh, they will send those cvs 
um, of people who are age 25 or younger and at risk of long-term unemployment. And the government will fund the first six months of 25 hours per week salary for that staff, allowing businesses like ourselves to recruit for new roles that we haven't been able to recruit for because we couldn't afford to speculate on the cost and risk spending paying a salary that may not in the end pay for itself. So we're looking to hire digital marketers because it's the one thing that we know um, we struggle with the most is, um, is maintaining our digital presence. During COVID, we did very well. Um, and we uh, were on, I was on the computer daily posting, talking to customers. But, you know, as you go back into real day operations of running coffee shops and all the admin that goes with it, it is one of those things that unfortunately gets put to a side a little bit. Um, and so for us, you know, hiring some digital marketers to really work with our uh, social media, talk about our new menus, talk about our events, talk about... Um, our vegan uh, products and our ready meals, we should hopefully see that position pay for itself and we can keep that person on after the six months. But we're always looking at uh, doing different things. Um, we, we have quite a lot of aims for the first six months. As I said, ready meals, vegan products, continuing to build on our daily trade in the coffee shops by looking at how to become busier in the mornings and busier in the sort of mid-afternoons where it's usually quieter. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's sort of what we are looking to do. Um, let me just scroll down and see if I've got some questions. Perfect. Um, so I've got some questions coming through. I've got uh, Robert from the Instagram poll asking, how do you engage with your loyal customers? Uh, we have quite a few different ways. So with our loyal customers, we have a first a loyalty app um, for our customers who come into the shop. Um, so when they come in, we uh, uh, they can gain points on purchases. Um, they can use points to uh, redeem free coffees or free lunches, all sorts of things like that. And with the app as well, we have the ability to send emails or text messages or notifications through the app. Um, and we've already preset things like when we reopen to welcome people back, we did a special offer. And we, we have ways of messaging and offering special things uh, to them uh, using that app. We also you know, use our social media and Instagram, um, especially with sort of new initiatives and stuff, we'll do that and email marketing using MailChimp. You know, we have uh, used MailChimp quite a bit and we um, have like the a category of uh, email contacts who respond more to our 
event emails who we will target with early access tickets to um, to like we had most recently a Simpsons themed evening. Um, but it also could be for a Greek night or a cocktail club. So it's it's just using the social media side of stuff, talking to them that way, as well as our app. Um, Samantha from Facebook Messenger. Hi, Freddie. I run a small pop-up restaurant in Leeds. COVID and the lockdown have been rough for us. Any advice on how we can prepare to survive tough times in the future? Um, I feel for you. I know up north it is, there's so many lockdowns. Um, I, I, I fear the day when the lockdown happens down here. We are preparing for what I think is an inevitable two-week lockdown coming soon. Um, the main thing I am planning on is working on looking at different aspects of the business you can run without a without a premises so or without uh, customers coming in so for us it's the whole ready meals and the vegan products that we're focusing on so my advice is you know with your pop-up restaurant is there a way you can work on a delivery basis um can you uh you know ready meals are great if you're sort of um, able to if you have a glass freezer and you're able to use it um, it's it's looking at not being reliant i found on just one form of income i'm i'm completely focused on trying to not be reliant on just having customers walk through the door anymore because i don't want to be in the same position as i was six months ago and having to uh, dive into a whole new business again so although we're slowly building up on the ready meals you know if lockdown came in some ways, I could focus more because I don't have the shops to focus on at the same time. So it could work quite well in that way. But I, my suggestion is, is look at what you do and figure out how you can operate without your customers coming in, walking through the door. I hope that helps. Kevin from Twitter sent a DM. He is asking, how are your delivery partnerships with Just Eat and Delivery working out for you? What advantages do such partners bring to the table? I've been considering expanding my business. Um, I particularly like using Just Eat and Uber Eats. Um, I found them really useful. We don't have our own delivery drivers um, anymore. When we did the groceries, that was a different situation. Um, using people like Just Eat and Uber Eats is really useful because they have their drivers. They're also big platforms. Um, I think if we were yeah, really tuned in to trying to do more and more takeaway, we'd develop our own app for it. But um, that then comes with, you'll need to have certain amount of demand and uh, have your own drivers. I find with Just Eat and Uber and uh, I'm sure Deliveroo as well, um, it's the large platform that you get with them. Um, yes, they do take a commission, uh, which is just how it is. But uh, it's the ease of not having to worry about having your own drivers is a good basis. And since we've joined the platforms, it's, you know, it's a couple of extra 100 pounds a day. 
Um, and we're hoping with the new menu launches, which will be sort of a little bit more delivery friendly as well, and we're pushing it more, we should see an increase again on that, um, which would be useful. Um, Doug from Twitter is asking, hi, Freddie, you have been constantly working on new ideas and ways to grow your business. How do you pick an idea over others? That's a really good question. Sometimes I have to be honest and say sometimes I take on too many ideas at once and then I may start on them and then realize actually this isn't going to work. Um, so I'm not a perfect example of, um, of picking the ideas from the beginning, but it's looking, I, I look at what facilities I have and then work on, um, work on how I can use it because the last thing you really need is to invest loads of money on a new idea. So it is a lot of like, what can I use with my existing stock? Um, uh, it, you've got to weigh up your time as well. So with the ready meals, you know, having two shops, multiple chefs, it's not something that's relying on me to produce. It's more of a case of oversight and talking with uh, delivery partners and figuring out packaging solutions. You know, trying to think of an example of an idea that I've not gone ahead with. Um, you know, it's like going to small markets, um, pop-up markets. Uh, you know, we have a, my wife has a side vegan business. Um, and she does vegan markets, but you know, there's an option where Stag could potentially go to markets as another form of advertising, selling our produce there. But it's a lot of work. It requires staffing. And so for me, that's a little bit too much stress and figuring stuff out. So I would pull, pull that one away. So it's, I guess most of the things is down to what I can realistically get done. Um, anything computer or phone call based is is something that is more likely I can achieve. Um, but it's difficult. I'm nowhere perfect. I do take a lot sometimes on, which can sometimes make things take a bit longer to get done. But it's just the way I work, I'm afraid. <laughs> um, hi, Freddie. What are the new additions that you're planning for your new menu? Thomas from Facebook Messenger. Um, so with Canterbury, um, which is the biggest menu change, it's adapting our menu, which is currently fairly brunch, breakfast, lunch orientated, to making it more appealing to those looking at predominantly lunch to dinner. Um, so we're still keeping our brunch menu maybe slightly reduced, but including more lunch things like uh, chili con carnies, um, uh, macaroni cheeses, doing a steak dish, um, having specials, looking at um, creating a cocktail menu, doing tapas evenings on a Saturday. So we can sort of extend because brunch on a brunch on a at four o'clock is probably not as successful as having a sort of dinner menu. So it's just trying to be more attractive to customers throughout the whole day rather than just our normal targeted audience. Um, it's meant having to 
you know, invest in more stock and, you know, hire another chef to keep up with the length of time um, that we're open. But um, I think I'm quite excited about the new menu. It's nice. Uh, it's really nice. And I think it will go down really well as long as I market it properly. Um, Jake from Twitter is asking, you talked about hiring digital marketers. How does that help in expanding your online presence? Oh, that's, I mean, how does it not? I mean, um, at the moment, online marketing is for us when we're in the shop with operations and everything, we can post, it's not necessarily spent a long time thinking about it, which, um, which is fine sometimes, but it's better to have a social media plan. Um, you know, I definitely noticed during COVID when I was posting daily and I had a week plan for what I was going to talk about, if there were products or deals I wanted to specifically push. Um, and if uh, during that, and what I found during COVID was huge engagement on online, huge traffic going to our websites. And of course, I know people were more online anyway during that time, but our social media presence increased um, by several hundred, I think it was almost 400 new followers on Facebook alone. And, you know, that's, that's a lot for a small independent business. Our social media on our Ashford site is is very good you know it's it's over 3,000 followers um which for any sort of hospitality restaurants that's posts periodically is very good and the more people who follow the more the more messages you can send out there it's not you know not to the point of spamming um the more your message gets out you know more people can learn about your events you know i've definitely been a case where I've had really good events and ideas, um, but not been able to properly market them. And so they've lost out. Um, they've not done maybe as well. So, I mean, digital marketers are going to be, um, digital marketers will just help alleviate the pressure and, um, and take our online presence to another level. And especially with the, uh, ready meal side of the business that we're really trying to grow, you know, having a team sort of dedicated to talk about it and spread the, spread the news. I, I, I think, I, I do think it will pay for itself eventually. I just don't know how long it will take. <laughs> um, what's next for Stag Coffee? Are you planning on franchising? Lindsay, that, that's a good question. Um, the next step for Stag Coffee, I'm not planning on franchising at the moment. As much as things are going well, there are also numerous amounts of issues and challenges. Um, you know, like, uh, you know, it, with uh, Canterbury, for instance, we do have uh, certain issues with sort of rent, um, the city um, and our unit is definitely is expensive 
and we have our challenges, which we're working on solving. But it's a bit hard to think of opening another site or franchising the business at the moment. Um, what, what we're really focusing on is developing our ready meals, working with small local businesses. We have a bakery now that works with us in Canterbury, so we sell their bread here. And we're looking to make ourselves a collection point in Canterbury as well for the online supermarket Kent Food Hubs. Because again, that will drive a bit more traffic. We have our own mini shop in our shop here um selling sort of kentish produce and italian produce because um my wife being italian we like our italian produce um here so it's useful to have a good shop that we know stocks um yeah our plan is just to keep working away we do have some exciting vegan products and we are looking at how to take our products to the next level by putting them into a uh, supermarket that is probably a good six months away um but we will yeah there's there's a few things but with stag coffee it's more of building the business to get it as strong as possible um in these covid times and uh working on the sort of online and pop-up businesses that we can do around it. Hope that explains that well. So another question I've got, good morning, Freddie. Your story has been truly inspiring. Can you share any customer story or other experiences in the last few months that really moved you? During COVID, we had uh, a lot of uh, stories um i mean when we were when we were doing home delivery groceries uh, you know it was uh, a very difficult time for a lot of people and uh, it was a really nice experience of you know i was doing a lot of the delivery driving myself um you know we were fortunate i'm trying to think of a good a good story i mean a story where we had uh amazing amounts of uh, uh, generosity was um, uh, QuickBooks from uh, in California. Um, they actually donated, I think it's about two and a half thousand pounds worth of, uh, they, they, they donated two and a half thousand pounds of money to us to supply a food bank with absolutely like a, a lorry load of food to the local food bank in Ashford. And it was, it's, it was really nice to see like how big business was helping little business and little business could then help out. And we worked with Barclays Bank as well, um, the local branch in Ashford, and they also donated money to help us get stuff through to the um uh, to the local hospital and to local people as well so it was it was lots i'm afraid that i can't think of one in particular but yes but need to start wrapping up the poll results are in we asked you have you prepared your business for the next six months 50 percent of you said yes and 50 percent answered no 
that's pretty impressive. Um, for those who've answered yes, well done. It's actually really hard. For those who've answered no, don't worry about it too much because even the smallest plan is better than no plan. When I say like I've got a six month plan, it's ideas of what I want to get, what I want to do in my business, like have the ready meals, have different aspects of the business running, um, uh, the vegan products, pop-ups, getting new menu. These all count as part of your plan. You don't have to put like, I need to get this done by month one. You know that when you put these down, they tend to be something you want to get done. And you can have one overriding thing, like you want to increase trade to this point or something like that. It's worth putting something down on paper just so you have an idea, but you don't need to do like a, a Tesco six months business plan or anything like that. Uh, just a general like, what do you need to prioritize in the next six months or what do you think would be good to do? Um, so any questions, any further questions you have for me or QuickBooks and get in touch with sport team on Facebook. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can email me on Freddie, that's F-R-E-D-D-I-E dot Hewitt, H-E-W-E-T-T at gmail.com. Coming up next week, uh, sorry, not next week, coming up on RC Experts on Monday is Eva, I'm afraid I can't pronounce your last name, um, who is an expert at helping businesses maximize their efficiencies through the automation of systems and processes, and also how to make the most of the data that is at their fingertips. If you have any questions about bookkeeping, VAT or payroll, please make sure to tune in and get advice from Ava. <clears throat> A reminder that if you need any more advice, join the official Intuit QuickBooks SMB community group on Facebook. Accountants and business experts are on hand 24 seven. Thank you all for tuning in today. I've enjoyed doing my four fast experts and have a great day.